Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bayou Chronicles. I'm your host, Bethany. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. I, we don't have our normal intro. Normally it's me and Crystal opening up and then we do the business spiel. I have somebody here that's grumpy and we're going to do it. And get like, it done. comment, and subscribe. Follow us on YouTube. Oh my god. Anyways, my partner in crime is actually out of the country on vacation when this airs. We're doing a little bit before because we like to be ahead of the game. So now, today, you have her baby daddy. Oh my lord. Um, much deserved vacation. They both work so hard. Uh, Crystal works ridiculously a lot, and so does Tyler. And they both take care of two young ones, so they really deserve it. Um, we miss you guys. And bring me back something good. I've already put in my requests of something from Paris. Yeah, I'll just take a Diet Coke. Oh my gosh. Okay, Crystal, Diet Coke from... Uh, I know they're going to Paris. I think they're going to the UK. Diet Coke's a worldwide thing. I'm super, super jelly. They're having a really fun, um, I hope Crystal pick out all the Airbnbs they're staying at. It's really cute. Um, but I know Crystal's listening to this right now. Like, literally, she's probably up at, like, 4 a.m. when this is releasing over there because, um, she can't ever completely be on vacation. Like, even the last time, like, she was texting me the whole time and letting me know everything that's going on and she's excited to listen to this and she even said that we could put a full like explicit disclaimer for zach um because she's just really excited for zach to be on here today um and we have a celebrity in the studio um everybody's gonna know because we talk about you a lot I don't think he knows. I was fucking looking around trying to find someone. Um, but today we have our executive assistant, Zachary. And I told him he had a nickname, and he doesn't know about this nickname, but this is literally what me and Crystal call him all the time and how we describe him to you guys. Um, but putting funny stuff aside, I'm really excited to have um, Zachary on the show today. Uh, my husband, if you guys haven't figured that out by now. Um, uh He's really been really supportive since we started, and a lot of people don't know that, like, our first podcast episode, and probably, like, the first, what, like, six months? Six-ish months, uh, me and Crystal used to huddle up uh, together in our dining room, which is kind of like our game room, um, next to one microphone, and hope for the best. We We made it work. We made it work. Um, But in June and July, like, when I went home, I was home for... A little bit over a month uh, because I had a death in the family. He actually took our extra bedroom upstairs and turned it into the studio. He even like put like these letters on our door, which I let Crystal try and look at forever to try and think what it spelled out, and it took her forever. But it's basically what a Bethany, yeah, Bethany and Crystal, Crystal Productions. Yeah, and it says Bayou Chronicles on our door. Like it's he hung up all our soundproofing towels he decorated he got me some really cool office posters because that's one of my favorite uh tv shows so yeah executive assistant zachary very thankful for him um i think i've rambled enough about him so i'm gonna let him introduce himself i know he doesn't want to but go ahead floor is yours like the woman was saying my name is zach yeah, it was pretty, pretty upsetting to get rid of the spank cave and create it into an office. Oh my god, it was, it was literally our dog's so, room. What can I say? I, you know, I, I always feel like you got to support your spouse and whatever they want to do and, you know, go full forth on it, but... That's sweet. I'm not really too much of an interesting person. Well, what do you do? We talk about your job a lot. 
Tell us what you do. How long you been doing it? So I put the wet stuff on the red stuff. I'm a firefighter and medic in the military. Yeah. I'm purposely trying to pause as much as I can <laughs> to see how long I can prolong this. I mean, he's not being funny. That's I mean, that's really I've a been line. very fortunate for the career that I've been in. For firefighters, kind of have a fucked up mindset when it comes to what we want so like when you see a plane flying majority of the time we're like hey wouldn't it be great if it crashed so we can actually have something to do uh, i've delivered two babies been on a mm-hmm. shitload of cpr calls i'm over five pretty uh pretty good odds i feel like i feel like we've occasionally talked about uh, it. a lot of water rescues uh, a lot of structural fires mm-hmm. i mean there's the good stuff the bad stuff but it all comes with the job but uh, yeah, been in the military, but might get out, might not. Who knows? Anything else? Oh, I love my wife. Oh my god, that's is not that what I, you want? No. You're looking at me really fucking hard. <laughs> no, um, I'm gonna out Crystal a little bit. Oh, I don't because... believe in a ghost. Yeah, but that's I don't true. fuck with cemeteries. That's true. That's a double yeah. thing. It's the Mexican side of me. It, okay, we were talking about this the other day. If you ever see, what's the name of that show we watch on my block? Oh, yeah. yeah, on my block. Zach was kind of comparing himself to Spooky. I love Spooky. He's so cute. Um, but he's basically... Spoiler alert. He dies. Uh, I'm so sorry if you're watching on my block. Um, but yeah, he's basically um, super tough, but they don't mess with cemeteries, and I think that's basically Zach. But I'm actually not a violent person, and I'm actually a teddy bear. Okay. Alright. I'm with- actually one of the nicest people you'll ever meet. Okay. Until you fucking cross me. Oh my god. Or you just look stupid or say something dumb. Okay. Either or. But let's get back to our topic of today, Bethany. Can you stop sidetracking? Yeah. Yeah. I was just letting you have your moment. Yeah. Jeez. Totally. Oh my god. Oh he, my god. He literally said that he like didn't know what to say and he was just gonna like interject with like a bunch yeah. of different actors. One of the things that the military teaches you is how to think on your feet and bullshit your way out of anything. Because like you said... I was born of a silver tongue. Oh my god. <laughs> he is. Anyways, as you can tell by the title today, and I probably, like, as we're recording this, I'm not too sure if Crystal knows about the topic because we've changed it so many times. Um, but we're going to be kind of talking about a conspiracy theory. We're not doing our typical true crime today. Um, since Crystal is away, she was like, you just talk about whatever. She said, so. just fucking go with it. So today's about the Chupacabra, the <laughs> Yeti, <laughs> Bigfoot, which by the way, those are two different things. The Sasquatch and the Bigfoot, two different things. We'll get on that on another story, right? Okay. I mean, I mean, I mean like Chupacabra, totally, kind of. Uh, that's just a fucking naked chihuahua, but <laughs> all right, go on with your topic. Okay. Conspiracy theory. And we're going to be talking about a cartoon, as you guys know, if you're reading this, but, um, probably not a lot of people know about this cartoon, uh, which would be very hurtful to me. I know, I know it. I know Zach knows it and I know Crystal knows it cause we've talked about it before, but if you were or are a weird kid like me, it was my favorite cartoon uh courage the cowardly dog i was not really into the you know the show you know it was like on if you had cox cable channel 59 yeah cartoon network and then after in 2004 it got switched to toonami because it was a little bit i guess not pc enough for 
Well, I learned about this cartoon because I would sneak up late at night to stay up to watch Inuyasha when it would come on uh, Toonami. And then it, what, it's, what is it now? Adult Swim or whatever? Yeah. It might have a new name now. I don't know. I haven't, we don't have cable. Um, but that's how I learned about uh, Courage the Cowardly Dog was just being a bad kid waiting up for Inuyasha. Oh, my God. You're so quirky. Whatever. Bad kid. But... I was obsessed with it. It was ba- it was pretty much for adults, even though it's aimed towards children. Um, and they unfortunately took it off Netflix. I know they put it on Netflix for a little bit, but I think it's because they lost their contract for it. Um, but if you have HBO Max, um, and HBO Max is its own thing now, which I'm kind of sad about. We used to have it through our Amazon Prime. Um, but it's on HBO Max if you want to watch it, if you want to get a little childhood nostalgia. But... You do. You can uh, binge watch all fifty-two episodes, and then you can watch the uh, revitalized one that came out in twenty fourteen, which is another. I didn't like it. Fourteen episodes. Yeah, but yeah, I didn't like the reboot. But or maybe if you've never seen it, maybe if I mentioned this today, um, because a lot of times there are a lot of stuff that me and Crystal talk about on the podcast that you guys have never heard about, which is what we like. We don't want to talk about a topic that's been talked about five million times. Um, but if you've never seen it. Uh, for the sake of that, I'm just going to give you a quick little summary, um, even though I'm pretty sure a lot of you are Googling right now. That's definitely a crystal thing. All right, so there's a dog, right? Ugly-ass dog. Uh, oh, my God. A wife. Oh, wow. A male. Okay, so, yeah, there's a man, woman, dog, in the middle of fucking nowhere, which is actually where they say in the middle of fucking nowhere, probably not the fucking part. Uh, they see weird shit, and, you know, I was kind of like, and they, like, a lot of weird shit visits them, which goes into Bethany's conspiracy theory. We're not there yet, though, but yes. Oh, well, she can go on for part. Okay, well, that was beautiful rendition of Courage Keller Dog, but let, let me give you my, on. let me give you my summary. Um, it's basically an elderly couple that lives on a small farm. Um, out in the middle of nowhere, like Zach said, and that's literally what the cow- town is called, Nowhere, New Mexico. Um, the couple is Muriel. I love her. She's really sweet. And Eustace, typical grumpy old man. Grumpy old man. Oh, we're um, doing that? <laughs> Just like Muriel, typical old woman with huge tits. <laughs> oh my god! Anyways, and they have a pet dog named Courage, though, whose name does not describe him at all. It's ironic, total irony. He's always paranoid and riddled with anxiety. Honestly, I think this is why I loved this show as a child. I was a very anxious child. I'm still a very anxious adult. Zach is always, like, yelling at me and trying to get me to do things. But, wait. Uh, basically, Courage, even though he's anxious and terrified of everything, he's always saving the couple from ghosts and monsters on the farm. It's a little bit more than that, but you really have to watch it. I don't want to like tell too much for those that haven't seen it so maybe there will be some surprises courage dies no he doesn't uh but it released in february 1996 and ran until 2002 um it kind of has a sad ending and i was a little devastated when it did i think i was we were what in third grade at that time i think we were in third grade or something third or fourth it actually was canceled by cartoon network uh, the creator very much wanted to continue. He had tons and tons and tons of ideas, and that's kind of why they did the reboot, like Zach mentioned, in 2014. Um, 
but it basically was ended because in one episode two female characters it was a fox and a cat it's literally cartoon characters anyways hugged a little too long and kind of kept giving off vibes that they were a same-sex couple so moms were basically writing in complaining and it still happens today it just happened with blues clues but it's literally no different than like a bunch of violence and you know video games that kids watch um it's really sad that that's why it ended um and they kind of cartoon network didn't want to come out and say that because it's bad for publicity so they basically just said it was too scary for kids and that's why they canceled it but it's on record that a lot of moms were you know writing in and saying i mean it wasn't until 2008 where same-sex marriage was legalized because everyone decided to have a stick up their ass and you had to love the same sex or some shit. I don't know. Stupid. Very much, yes. We have somebody in the studio that thinks the same way as me and Crystal. But um, it's no different. It's you. It's I don't you. fucking think like y'all. Yes, he does. But, I mean. Well, some... I mean, the same sex thing's cool. I'm just, I don't think of, like, all the weird shit like y'all. Yeah, he says we're weirdos. But that's, unfortunately. Um, but just think about back then in 2002. I mean, like Zach said, it wasn't until 2008 that it was finally which is not that long ago. Some kids have two moms. I mean, it's, it's not that big of a deal. So, you suck for taking away courage because I really, really liked it. But um, we're not just here to talk about 90s cartoons. Even though I could do it for hours, I know probably Zach could, even though... I actually don't watch cartoons. You do? I mean, we watch I a watch lot of anime. anime. Yeah, get it right. Whatever. But, anyways... Um, there is a conspiracy theory, like I was saying, and there's actually tons. I'm not going to talk about this because I'm kind of going to label this as a mini episode. Um, but because we've just been really busy lately, y'all, in a good way, very thankful. But I kind of just wanted to do a mini episode. So maybe we can have a little bit of break while Crystal She really just wanted you guys to hear my voice. Yeah, we did. And how calming and soothing. We did. You can now call me the editor. The Okay. No, I'm just right. fucking if you don't. Anyways, there's tons out there. There are so many. Um, and some are good and some are just really out there. But I say conspiracy theory because it very well could be true. But the creator himself has even said some of these are just like wild coincidences. And then other times he was like, no, that's not true at all. Um, but you can thank TikTok for today's episode. Um, you can thank TikTok for a lot of me and Crystal's episodes. Um, but I saw somebody make a TikTok about it, and they were kind of hinting around it. They basically did, like, this green screen effect, and it was like a meme from Facebook behind them, and they were talking about it. And I ran to YouTube. You guys know I love YouTube. That's where a lot of my research comes from. You know, Crystal loves her books. Um... And there are some YouTube videos on there. There's not that many. There's one from a gal named Alex. She did a good job um, kind of talking about it. And there is some stuff that will really make you think that this happened. Um, Some of it. Not all of it. Um, Probably not a real life talking dog. That part definitely not. But the cartoon is loosely based on Truth and Consequences New Mexico. I was actually pretty proud of zach because when i told him the topic we were talking about he came home from work that afternoon and he was like telling he's like you know truth and consequences is where and i was like oh you did your research that 
They're yeah, I skimmed through five minutes of a website. <laughs> Very proud of him. But um, if you've listened to us since day one, you know that we've actually talked about Truth and Consequences New Mexico before on the podcast. Um, go listen to our Toy Box Killer episode if you haven't. It's not the best area, not the best um, person. Um, but I'm not going to talk about this conspiracy theory too much because we've already got like an hour and a half long episode on the toy box killer but there's a lot of people out there that oh david ray yes david parker ray terrible person there's a lot of people out there that have made a conspiracy theory just to summarize it that he is the horror aspect um john dilworth the creator i'm going to talk about him a little bit later um is a horror movie fanatic and even though that's not really a horror movie this actually really happened a lot of people out there especially on reddit all those people on reddit you know how reddit is think that you know john dilworth got his inspiration from maybe the toy box killer because it was happening around the same time that courage came out but really it i think it's just people are saying that because he based the show in new mexico so they're like new mexico the toy box killers from new mexico it's kind of a stretch but I wanted to mention it because we actually have talked about um, David Parker Ray. Really rough episode, but we got through it. Um, but let's dig deeper. Um, I fell into the rabbit hole. Reddit rabbit hole, like I said. Um, Reddit is a very interesting place. That is, we've talked about it a lot, Crystal's favorite place. Partly because she likes to go on there and troll people. She's a monster. Um, but also because there's just a lot of stuff on there that people aren't comfortable posting like on facebook or twitter or stuff a lot of people post it anonymously so it can be a wild place to go um but this is kind of crazy because the story also connects to another topic we've talked about um here on the podcast skinwalkers um i did the toy box killer episode and that was really weird like even uh, when I first started doing research on it, I was playing back the videotape, and we were, me and Zach were both at our desk, and he was like, what are you listening to? And it was like the hour-long uh, kind of tape on what he would play for the women. And then Skinwalker Ranch is the episode that Crystal did, and it really gave us the heebie-jeebies, and we both watched a bunch of movies on it. And it was really weird. Um, anyways... I can see this one. I can see on how Skinwalkers is a theory for people on Courage the Cowardly Dog. Because if you've seen the cartoon, especially when you were a kid, a lot of the characters, even though there's not one way to describe a Skinwalker, like people have given so many... How would you describe a Skinwalker? Like, What comes to mind? From my various studies that I've done. (laughs) Um... So it's basically a skinwalker is a normal person that has divulged into the dark side of the world. Correct. It's normally a witch, yeah. Well, not even the witch. Like, you know, they just start taking into, like, the badder side. So, like, when you commit murder or whatnot, your conscious goes away, so... You can shapeshift. Shapeshift into, like, dogs or a rat, whatever the hell you want to be, I guess. Yep. But, you know, then... You take on a someone's skin, and the skinwalker in general is like, if they like you, they're going to stalk you for a while, and then they're going to get you. 
Oh, Lord. Any, they yeah. do my favorite quote. You know, they walk up to the person like, I like you. Oh, my god. I want you. But now it's just, you know, weird shit. The yeah. Navajo people of New Mexico actually, they're kind of like the Illuminati. They don't confirm nor deny it because... Basically. Maybe yeah. if that shit's real, it's real, and you don't want to be on the bad side. Yeah, I mean, that's a good description of it. I told you. Pretty much I did my on. studies. He did do his studies. I'm very proud. I can see this theory. This one was the one that I was kind of like, and it, not necessarily a, a theory. He's a cartoon creator, and of course he's going to draw inspirations from other things, and he's from the Midwest himself, and this story is based in New Mexico, so like, my, why wouldn't he base some of his stuff off I of I mean, tell me, were the Simpsons ever wrong? No, I mean, motherfuckers be shooting for a hundred. Yeah. Anyways, um, there's the theory that revolves around skinwalkers is that King Ramses, and if you've never seen Courage, um, you're probably gonna go and Google right now. It's he's a mummy. King Ramses. He's basically um one of the bad guys on Courage. Not really a bad guy. Um, but he's basically a shadowy figure that floats around the outskirts of the farm. Um, and a lot of people, that's one of the memes going around is that, um, he's a skinwalker and he's basically out there just roaming around the farm. Excuse our dog and sorry if you hear the children, um, both parents are in the studio so we had to leave the door open. But the creator himself, John Dilworth, has admitted that a lot of his inspiration, like the artwork that he drew, the characters that he created, came from Salvador Dali. I really hope you know who Salvador Dali is. Of course. He's yeah. an ancient Mayan producer. No. What? I don't fucking know. I don't... He's an artist. Because I'm really into art. Okay, well... If you're like my husband and you don't know who Salvador Dali is, go to Google right now. He's a pretty, pretty famous artist. I could tell you who Picasso is. Well, yeah, everybody. Exactly. Yeah, we should know. Anyways, I would hope everyone knows. But if you don't, it's okay. Um, I know because everybody in my family has the gift of art. We are basically a family full of weirdos, as Zach likes to describe us. We can all draw, write, sculpt, just about anything. Never said that. <clears throat> you tell me I'm a weirdo all the time. Well, that's because you're a freak, but <laughs> different. Anyways, <clears throat> you can thank my papa for that. He is a leader of the weirdo tribe. Um, cartoons are my thing, which is why I was really excited about today's episode. Um, when I was a kid, drawing was really my thing. I do it occasionally. Zach has this theory that I only really draw now when I'm really stressed out, which maybe. Um, but if you tell me a cartoon or I look at something, I can more than likely um, doodle it. So, I always liked Courage the Cowardly Dog. A lot of the stuff that he created in the show had on was normally stuff that I would probably doodle down. But, I can respect John. He wanted his show to stand out and be different and talk about real world topics. And one of the to uh, episodes that I also saw that cartoon was kind of getting the idea that they were going to like give him the hook give him the boot is he hinted at domestic violence um and that it wasn't a good thing and you know courage kind of touches upon it and one of the characters comes to the farm and he kind of helps her along the way which is good i mean wouldn't you want those topics to be talked about 
But I guess John was just a little too progressive for Cartoon Network at the time in the 90s. So I can see why all these people have made these conspiracy theories. Because one, they probably just really missed the show and wanted to come back. Um, But okay, so back to the Skinwalker theory for just a second. Um, Could he have based some of the characters on Skinwalkers? Yes, like we said, it's based in a small town in New Mexico. Um, were skinwalkers heavily known to be sighted? Yes, because it's New Mexico and it's a huge part of the Navajo culture like Zach was talking about a second ago. So, why not? I really don't think that's a conspiracy theory. I think that's just an aspect of where he may or may not have, you know, drawn some of his inspiration. Which, that's not a bad thing, though. I mean, It brings light to it. I mean, not a lot of people talk about skinwalkers. And if you do talk about skinwalkers, they're normally like, well, you're Then they come and get you. Yeah, they come and get you. Or people are like, you're weird. That's not real. That's one of the theories is that if a skinwalker, or I guess not just a a skinwalker, but in general, like if they feel like you're talking about them and studying them, then you become a person of interest to them. And then they'll be wearing your skin in like a month. True. Okay, here is the last and final um, theory. <clears throat> and I say theory because this is where John Dilworth, the creator, kind of stepped in and he was like, no, guys, that's not true. I know you want it to be true, but it's not. It's just a really weird coincidence. You're not going to find a lot of research on this on the on the Internet, on the World Wide Web, as Crystal likes me to call it. Um, <clears throat> but a few YouTube videos... Going down the Reddit rabbit hole, I did find this theory in kind of the background of it. Because this is where this topic came from. This is where the meme started on Facebook and everywhere else because of this story that is not even in the same state. It's just slightly close to New Mexico. Me and Zach have actually um, gone here a few... Georgia. No. Damn it. It's where James used to live. Wow. Juarez? Oh, no, El Paso. Wait, what's what, what's next to El Paso? Well, okay. Or is Mexico? Okay, well, my brother-in-law um, was actually stationed there at Fort Bliss. So we've been there a few times. It's really big. There's a lot of traffic. You literally can see the border, like, by whatever that road was we drove by <clears throat> in town. But this is where it comes from is people found, like, a true crime case from back in the sick. No, the 50s, my bad. 57 to be exact. That was just slightly close to where John had depicted um, Nowhere New Mexico to be at, which we know is Truth and Consequences, actually. He's admitted to that. If That's, you look it up, there's an actual picture of the barn and the little yeah, windmill and everything. There is a house, yeah. I mean, it's very convincing. There is a house... Out in the middle of Texas in El Paso that does look exactly like the farm on Courage the Cowardly Dog. But it was basically a couple that lived in El Paso, Texas. Um, The wife was in her late 40s and the husband was in his late 50s. They had no children and they didn't have a dog, but they had a cat. So... Just a lot of similarities, but supposedly in the 50s, they were seeing uh, a lot of skinwalkers, as they described it. And they supposedly went 
missing out of nowhere. And they had a pretty good amount of money. Like, they had a new car. They had a really nice house. They had a boat. Um, the wife had this really nice fur coat that she left behind. And a lot of people say it's weird that if they did run off and kind of disappear, like, wouldn't they take all these luxury items with them? Like, a lot of jewelry and stuff and money was in the house. So, you know she got her nails done at least once a week. Maybe. I don't know. I don't do that. So, I can't say. Well, uh, I hate to break it to you, but we're not rich. Well, yeah. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she got a lot of stuff done. Damn right. Fur coat. I mean, yeah. Um, but they mysteriously went missing after, like, reporting to, like, friends and neighbors that they had seen a bunch of skinwalkers. There's really not a lot of information on this theory, which is why I'm basically saying it's a theory and why, um, John Dilworth was like, no. Um, but they basically went missing and there was one theory that maybe they had ran away or the husband had ran away to Mexico and he had actually killed his wife and left the cat behind. Um, because there was supposedly some sightings of him in Mexico. Um, so I think this is just weird coincidences. It's literally not in the same state. It's not even the same type of people. I mean, they did supposedly see skinwalkers. Um, but honestly, though, most of these theories and stuff appeared because of, like I said, these memes um, that people created themselves uh, circulating around Facebook. And we all know how Facebook can be. One person sees a post, then it's shared 500 times within 30 minutes, whether it's true or not. And one person can see it, and they're like, oh, my God, Kurt the Cowardly Dog is based off of a real family. No, I'm sorry, folks. I'm sorry to disappoint you. It could be, though. It could be. It could be. That town, there was a husband and wife and a dog. And they reported skinwalkers, and all of a sudden, two weeks later, they went missing. I mean, yeah. But, I mean, John... Coincidence? I mean, John Dilworth has, has came forward, and he said that Nowhere, New Mexico, is based off of Truth and Consequences, New Mexico, which is an actual town. So he's come forward and said that. But he's like, all this other stuff is just, like, weird coincidences. It's hearsay, damn it. It's hearsay. He was like, look, I'm just a weird person that knows how to draw. I like horror movies. He loves sci-fi films, which, if you know Crystal, she's very much Given a sci-fi nerd. Given that year when it came out, Courage definitely had a lot of, like, captivating illustrations and colors that drew kids into it. It did, and it was different. Like, there was a lot of kids out there like me that didn't like the typical cartoons. So it could be a theory or a hypothesis or hearsay, or he could be part of the Illuminati and he's doing a cover-up. Maybe. But he basically came out and said that, yeah, I did base it off of Truth and Consequences New Mexico just because it's a small town, it's out in the desert, in the middle of nowhere. And that's kind of the theme he was going for, just his family out in the desert in the middle of nowhere. And he himself actually grew up on a farm out in the Midwest, so kind of a thing. But that is basically all that I have for you guys today. Like I said, this was going to be a little bit of a shorter one. Me and Crystal have been so busy lately with the podcast in a very good way. We're very thankful. We've been doing a lot of extra writing, a lot of extra research. We've been on, we just recently went on to a book club 
which is so awesome. These people found us from YouTube because they were actually reading a book about a killer that we've talked about here on the podcast, Derek Todd Lee. He is one of um, Baton Rouge most known serial killers. That was super awesome. We had a lot of fun about that. And we've had a bunch of other stuff that has happened recently um, that's kept us busy. And we have even more stuff coming up in the future when Crystal gets back from her very much well-deserved vacation. But this has been fun. I've enjoyed having Zach on today. Um, Let me just go through. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah. I do uh, appreciate everyone that listens and likes and replies to all of Bethany and Crystal's videos. Mm-hmm. I do know that it makes them very happy. and It does. It I does. wish you guys the best in your future endeavors. Thank you. Maybe I might be back on. I would hope so. You know, Maybe because, I mean, this whole time, like, I was looking up shit to, like, write about, you know. So maybe some of my topics will be some military shit. Maybe. Maybe. And then, you know, some other shit about America. I've been basically begging him to come on because I don't want to say we're trying to one-up, but the episode where Tyler came on with Crystal, it was like the number one downloaded in the first 24 hours. So I told Crystal, like, we're coming for them. This episode's got to hit big. It's got to be downloaded a lot. Not that we're competitive people, but we are. But I've had fun for this. That would be fun. I know we actually do have a lot of people that listen to us that are in the military. Um, probably because of me. Because of me posting and stuff. And a lot of my friends are in the military. Or they have spouses. And they tell their spouse about it. But we appreciate that aspect of it. But let's go through the business part of it so we can end this. So whether you're listening to us grocery shopping or at work. We have a lot of you that are nurses. That's awesome. That you guys listen to us while you're doing your charting or on your lunch break or whatever. So shout out to you guys. Um, Let's get the business spill out of the way. Um, We just recently had a giveaway which was really awesome. Uh, When you listen to this, when you listen to this, this is going to come out on a Sunday, November 7th. And the following Sunday will be our Twitch stream. And we are going to be talking about Roanoke, the Lost Colony. You know, we're kind of sticking with that kind of theme, and we're going to talk about that. It's really, really interesting to talk about. I brought the idea up to Crystal, and I was really happy that she was like, yeah, let's do it, and I'm presenting that over on Twitch. So looking forward to hanging out with you guys on that day, um, November 14th at 8 p.m. Central on Twitch. You can find us there at Bayou Chronicles Podcast, all one word. Um, as usual, you can find us on YouTube, Bayou Chronicles Podcast, all one word. You know YouTube's weird and you have to put that in. Lately, YouTube has been super awesome to us. Normally, we get the typical people that don't like our very first video, but y'all, that was a year ago. It was low production. We were still new. We didn't know what we were doing. Um, but lately, videos have been getting really awesome. I've been getting into digital art. Which is really cool. Shout out to Canva. You can make all kinds of free stuff on there. So people are finding us and they're liking us. And just thank you guys to our friends. Because recently we had a lot of friends reach out to us. They've been passing our name around. Which is kind of how me and Crystal are getting all these side gigs that we've been doing. And you know, talking to these book clubs. And going on to people's um, businesses and talking with them. But I think that's our cue. I think I can hear our kiddos downstairs getting a little restless because uh, both parents are in the studio and that's a no-no. We can't 
we, mom and dad can't do fun stuff by themselves. But thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you guys like this episode. I know some of our listeners from Instagram have wanting us to be... We've had requests of y'all wanting us to... Uh, what do you call it? Oh, critique movies and shows. I guess that's what you would call it. Um, a few of you guys want us to like talk about horror movies. So this doesn't quite fall into that category. But if you like today's episode, maybe I'll bring that that up to crystal again and we'll see what we can do um i've really been wanting to talk about the shining and just stephen king in general because that's my favorite 2004 movie basketball what basketball the guys that created south park oh it's basketball baseball oh my gosh but yeah that is all that we have for you guys today hope this wasn't too much rambling i don't I feel like uh, Ricky Bobby. I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do when Crystal's not here. Normally she handles all this other extra stuff. But thank you guys so much for hanging through and listening to me talk and our special executive assistant, Zachary, joining us today. Um, Yeah, until next week. Bye. Later.